Welcome back. You are listening to part two of episode nine of Double Hop Beat, bi-weekly podcast taking the pulse of beer in the brewing scene. I'm James, home brewer and beer enthusiast. Aloha. I'm Shannon, a beer novice, and I like the taste of beer. Thank you for joining us on our second part to our ninth episode. We have a special episode for you today, sharing our craft beer adventure to Kauai Island of Hawaii. Yeah, we'll be discussing highlights from our recent trip and craft beer adventures on the island. It was a great time. We loved it. We've never been to Kauai before, so it was a nice new experience for us. We'd been to Maui, as you heard in our last episode. Um, this was our second time to Maui, but our first time to Kauai, so it was great to delve into the craft beer scene there and see what they had to offer. They almost should have said the second we got off the plane is, Welcome to Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> With the music, that would have been pretty cool. We can't play that here. Copyright infringement, so. <laughs> so just if, if you like that movie, you can just play that music in your head. Yeah, overall, the, the island is really cool. There was definitely a lot of spots that they filmed multiple movies in. Pirates of the Caribbean, Jurassic Park, The Descendants, Indiana Jones. So if you're a movie buff and you like all those movies, you should definitely check out Kauai and go on. We went on an ATV tour that took us to some of those locations. So Yeah, that was really fun. We actually got to see the field where... Um, Dr. Grant runs through the field with all the kids uh, from Jurassic Park. So that was my favorite part, driving through that. It was kind of cool. And not many tours get to go through. It's only one company that um, is allowed to go on the private um, cattle ranch that's owned by, was it the Rice family? Yes, the the Rice Rice family. family. Mm -hmm. So so definitely check that out. Um, And if you're looking for beer spots, boy, do we got some spots for you. So our first stop was the Kauai Island Brewing. Almost right off the plane. Almost right there. off the plane. That was like one of the first things uh, we jumped to get get to do. Um, and this is right in Port Allen um, in Kauai. So it's a nice little port there that's got little shops and um, you get to see all the ships come in. And also if you're d- going to do a dinner cruise like we did or a, snorkel tour. or a snorkel tour or anything like that, that's where you would get your ship from. Um, so this brewery is located in the perfect location. Um, so it's a microbrewery and brew pub. Um, they have ten, oh, just over 10 beers on tap. Um, they have an industrial theme with a kind of coastal flair. They have a nice mural on the wall, um, kind of depicting like some nautical themes on mm-hmm. that um, with a Hawaiian spin. Um, my favorites were the Fawns IPA, the Cane Fire Red, <laughs> and that had a nice multi character. I thought at first that you forgot what it was called and you were like, IPA? No, it's it's kind of funny how they um, I know. I, I they see name that. it Fawns IPA, and they have all the A's going, I going made the, across. I made the connection now. I didn't, honestly, I'm not going to lie, I didn't get it at the time. <laughs> and but now that I see it written out, it makes a lot more sense. So yeah, their, their beers are pretty good, um, and it was really just like a kind of local vibe. Um, and actually, our server, she, she was great. Uh, she gave us a lot of good local spots to get food and drinks and mm-hmm. everything. And so definitely when you go to travel somewhere, um, make sure you kind of do your research, but also um, ask the locals wh- um, where they like to go. And don't be those tourists that uh, say, oh, I want to, where do the Hawaiians go? We heard someone say, where, where's a good spot where all the Hawaiians go? It's like, mm-hmm, well, I guess they are Hawaiian, but just just say, what's a good local spot um, where to go? Um, I would recommend because, you know, they're Polynesian. There might be some other, you know, they might not be Hawaiian. And so you just don't want to insult anybody. Truth. What was your favorite beers? Uh, So I like the Lilacoy Ale because 
I like fruity things. Um, so this was a little koi again. It's like a passion fruit and it's a golden ale with passion fruit and it was delicious. And um, I will also say something you forgot, James, is that the Quiet Island Brewing is the westernmost brewery. So that's a fun fact if you're going to go check it out. So we can check that one off our list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we would definitely go back. Um, and they not only had great beers, they also had a good, pretty sized menu, I would yeah. say. Pretty good for yeah. food. Um, but they had by far the best poke bowl um, that I had in Kauai. Um, so it was a spicy ahi tuna poke bowl, um, and they had sp- spicy sriracha aioli, and it was on uh, sushi rice. Uh, so th- for those who don't know what a poke bowl is, it kind of sounds like pokeball, like Pokemon. Like I kept having to try and like remind myself not to say pokeball. Yeah, or if you're just reading the word poke, it looks like you're gonna poke someone on Facebook. Remember when that was a big thing? Oh yeah, yeah, poke, and <laughs> poke everyone's wars. like, stop poking me. Um, but yeah, poke bowl, um, what it's essentially just, uh, he tuna sushi cut in little squares and it's usually over, um, sushi rice. Yeah. I, I always tell people it's like a deconstructed sushi roll. So it's got, um, you can get veggies in it like cucumbers, um, the pickled onions, carrots. So it can come with all different things in it. So it's basically like a sushi roll that's deconstructed, but usually no seaweed. I'm sure that you could get some seaweed if, I mean, you, if you wanted, wanted it. But. Yeah, I'm just saying. And it's definitely easy to eat, too, with chopsticks. So if you're worried that, you know, you like to eat your sushi with chopsticks, um, it is doable. Um, so we had a couple brewery fails that we witnessed while we were there. <laughs> um, the first one seemed to happen kind of wherever we went. Um, people were just in a rush. Um, and it tends to be a little slower in Hawaii, the pace. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like the island feel, and they also don't have as much staff as you'd be used to on the mainland. So they only had one bartender working for an entire bar. So it had probably thirty-two seats at the bar plus the entire restaurant, which probably had how many tables? Like twenty tables, would you say? Um, no, there's probably like fifteen, like ten or fifteen. Ten or fifteen tables. Oh, yeah. ten or fifteen tables. So one person to do all the drinks for that entire space. Um, so, so the service was a little slower, um, but we didn't mind at all. We thought it was, you know, what, what we'd expect. Um, but we saw a couple people that again, were sitting at tables waiting for servers, didn't want to wait, went to the bar to try and get a drink, got a drink at the bar, then sat back down at their tables, didn't order any food. Um, so I know noticed that it was kind of a frustration point for the servers that were working, um, because it did get a little busy as, um, the ship started coming in and people wanted to sit down for like a quick meal or something before they went for a cruise. So just something to consider when you travel, uh, just always be respectful of, um, the servers and also the bartenders and just enjoy yourself and try and make the best of every situation. Well, we saw one girl really enjoying herself because she got, well, they, it was the four of them and three of them ordered beers and I don't even think it was her beer, but so whoever she was with ordered an IPA and she took it from that guy and chugged that beer so fast. Like, I, like she should have won a prize. I wish I had something to give her because it was like a minute that that beer was empty. And that was a heavy beer. You had that. It was oh, not yeah. like a light. It was like a 6.8%, almost 7% um, ABV beer. Um, it definitely like 
felt like a heavier IPA. Like it was one of those yeah. bitter IPAs that were just like, it kind of like sits with you a bit, like, which I love, you but not to, I would not want to like guzzle it down as no. quick as possible. That's not exactly the beer that I would choose if that was what you were planning to do. Um, but I guess they had to like get on a cruise ship or something and they like literally only had like less than like five minutes to get on like the ship. And I'm like, well, number one, everyone on the ship must hate you yeah. because they're all probably ready to go and they're waiting for these people who are trying to get some quick drinks when I'm sure like our cruise was. Yeah. I'm sure drinks were provided on the cruise if ship. If they were so. going on the same cruise that we went on, the drinks were in the price that you paid. So you could have had as many Maui Brewing Company beers as you wanted on the boat yeah it was great uh i enjoy i enjoyed it and uh that that cruise was awesome that was like yeah. great service there was they had two they had two like deck what they say skippers. skippers yeah skippers and um the captain captain was great too yeah and like yeah that was that was a great experience got to have some nice maui beers on the on, on the coastline and it was, it was quite nice on the nepali coast yeah the nepali coast but yeah, the girl chugged her drink so fast, and uh, I don't even think they could get the bill fast enough. I don't even. I think they just slapped I think they some just cash. Threw cash on the table and ran away. <laughs> She's like, "See ya! I got my beer. Bye." Yeah, hopefully she made it okay through that cruise. Yeah, I don't know if the Olympics won an IPA chugger. I think uh, they might have found could her. Could be on the U.S. team. Yeah. Yeah. So the second brewery that we went to was the Kauai Beer Company, which was my favorite out of the two. Uh, so it's family-owned 10-barrel brew house, and it's been independently bre- an independent brewery, which was founded in 2013. And interestingly enough, the brewer started as a 10-gallon home brewer in Belmont, California. And this, I believe, was in the 70s. Um, and then he was the head brewer and founder, and his name's Jim. Uh, and he is now assisted by his son, Justin, who is also interested in craft beer and is now kind of taking on more of a head brewer role um, along with his father, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a neighborhood microbrewery with amazing food again and craft beers. And this was also my favorite brewery of the island. If you looked at the outside of the building, it was kind of like unassuming. Like we drove past it the first first time and we kind of like, oh, what is this place? And we looked it up and I was like, hey, let's let's check it out. Like, you know, you can't necessarily go by what a place looks like on the mm-hmm. outside. So the second we got in there, like we were greeted by the bartenders and they were very friendly. And so we had to order some flights, right? Yeah, because you can't judge a book by its cover, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got flights. Uh, we did the full flight, which was all eight of the beers they had on tap. Um, and some were my favorite, some... We're, we thought we're good, but we're not probably more than one glass type of beer. Um, and the glasses that they gave us for our flight were pretty big. Like, Yeah, I think they were still like the standard, like five. I think they were five ounces, but they definitely appeared to be a lot bigger. Illusion. It might have been a bigger glass <laughs> than usual. But it's definitely rare that you could try, literally try every single one on the menu. Usually it's you get a flight of four. Um, so I guess I guess you could do two flights of four, but... Um, it was kind of cool that they just were like, yeah, like we'll give him to you like all, every single one. If you want to try it, try the rainbow. Mm-hmm. So we're like, give us that rainbow. We're in Hawaii. Let's go. It is the rainbow state. And, um, so my favorite beer that they had, um, which was a little surprising to me was their black limousine Euro dark lager. Um, so black limo, this was also their first beer that kind of 
got them kickstarted their flagship in 2013. Uh, it was super smooth. Uh, it had a nice malty backbone to it. Um, and it also had a good balance between toffee, caramel, a little bit of coffee, but not that coffee that hits you in the face um, in the, some of the darker beers. Um, and it had a nice roast flavor, but the hop finish on it was what really made it special to me. Um, and I also enjoyed their American barley wine uh, called Sleeping Giant. So I was like, hey, have you guys been to Connecticut? Because <laughs> when we went to school, there was a mountain called Sleeping Giant. But no, that's not the same Sleeping Giant. There's a Sleeping Giant on Kauai, too. Yeah. So that's so. I just thought that in my head. I'm like, oh, how nice that, you know, they Sleeping went all Giant. the way to Connecticut for this. Um, and so Sleeping Giant's one of those beers that it leaves nothing um, in the glass. Um, it's an intense, malty flavor um, with a bitterness that's going to knock anyone on their ass at 11% ABV. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those beers that Shan and I both like enjoyed, but we were like, wow, like we cannot have more than, you know, this taster of this because if we have anything else, like forget it. The Wrangler's not going anywhere. Yeah. We're not making it out of this place. Uh, so my favorite was the one I could never pronounce when I was trying to order it, uh, but I'm going to attempt it again. The Jabarini. Jabarini wheat? Jabarini wheat. Uh, it was delicious. It was had a nice citrus wheat balance. Uh, it was light. It was refreshing. It was delicious. And I believe like they even gave you like three chances to get the name right, and then she yeah, just no, called just it the Jabroni wheat. Jabroni <laughs> And I was like, that's really funny. Like, you should just name it the Jabroni Wheat. It's just, I was trying to say tangerine, but then Jabberi, it's like Jabberwocky. I don't know. It was just. The Jabberwocky, like the poem. (laughs) The Jabberwocky Wheat. Yeah, and they also had an incredible ahi tuna poke bowl as well. Um, Not as good as the other breweries, but it was still pretty good. I think you were on a, like, poke tour to find the best poke bowl on the island i think it kind of turned into that i kind of yeah. like had to like get it wherever i went because everywhere we to... went and they didn't have it you're like why don't they have the poke bowl i was like i don't know ask the chef ask, ask the person that designed this menu because it's one of the like the local dishes that everyone usually eats so I thought, yeah and like... then i told you you could get it every wednesday at my work <laughs> and i said ew <laughs> I said no thank you um but yeah so and you had what the blt salad which i kinda... had the blt salad and it was um Arugula greens with the like bacon, candied, regular bacon, and then it was like a candied Canadian bacon, and then there was also a soft boiled egg on top. Which Ooh. James is making a face at me because he does not like eggs. Yeah, no, thank you. I will pass on that. Uh, it was good because there was a nice vinaigrette dressing on it, and then the when you broke the egg of the yolk, which I know is. Some people are going to find this really disgusting and you're going to find this disgusting. But when you broke the egg of the yolk, it added like a ne- another kind of like vinaigrette onto the salad. <laughs> crack an egg on your back. Oh, oh, what is that? On your head. Oh. Crack an egg on your head. Let the yolk drip down. <laughs> For all those annoying people out there that uh, just got that out of their head and now finally it's I think we in. just dated ourselves too. Yeah, probably. Um, but we forgot to mention as well, this would be our second time um we went there oh, on yeah. the trip we came uh, back for more the first time we didn't really know they had food um and it doesn't really look like a brewery that necessarily would have food so we the first time we went we just focused on the beer and then we're like oh like the beer the food coming out seems pretty awesome so next time we went back uh we definitely had some food 
Um, and they also have stainless steel growlers, um, and that was too good for me to pass up, um, mm-hmm. as it was. They had double thermal walled um, stainless steel ones, but I knew that I wouldn't be able to fit it on the plane, um, so I just made sure I got the single walled uh, stainless steel growler with their logo on it. So I won't be able to use it for any breweries um, in Massachusetts, but I will be able to use my home brew in it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fun fact about their rooster logo is what that it includes the alchemical i can never say this word the alchemical symbol for fermentation so the sim sim the symbol that's symbol (laughs) the symbol and alchemy for fermentation is in their logo and they have a rooster because there are roosters and chickens all over the island they're on they're on all of the islands of hawaii but Kauai especially has an overpopulation of chickens and roosters because there is no natural predator to eat them. So they just grow in abundance. I think we saw at least 10 or 12 families of chickens and their babies. And if you harm a chicken and they find out, you are fined $10,000. So when you go to Hawaii, don't touch the chickens. No. And it's very dramatic, too, if you're trying to, like, keep your rental car in good condition as they try and peck the tires on your on your car. So... Just be mindful that if you try and uh, do anything to the chickens, that's $10,000 out of your pocket that you could spend on brewing equipment. Yeah, so don't touch the chickens. (laughs) Moral of the story, don't touch chickens. And yeah, we just want to do a shout out as well to um, all the bartenders that we met in Kauai. Um, Mm -hmm. They all were awesome, knowledgeable, and they generally had an interest in the mainland craft beer industry and what's going on in our local areas. Mm-hmm. And so we want to say aloha to them if they're listening. And thanks again to everybody who's listening. Um, we do appreciate all our listeners um, everywhere from Canada, Australia, um, Russia, and so- everywhere. So yeah, going yeah. international, baby. Mm-hmm. And so here's some of our top spots uh, for those planning a trip to Kauai for craft beers, craft cocktails, craft foods, and... Coffee. coffee. I love coffee. So number one, Shannon, it's go. The Kauai Coffee Company in Kalahio, Hawaii. And boy, is their coffee good. Uh, it it's just delicious. Bl- it was one of the best coffees I've ever had in my life. They have four million coffee trees, and that's on their property. Like one of the cool things about that coffee company, as well as you can do like a self-guided tour for free, so you can go in get your coffee and then you just walk through all the coffee tree trees and yeah they have a self-guided tour where like james said you can get coffee and then you kind of follow this path and it tells you all the history and then there's also i saw when we were there you could um take like a almost like a hayride uh but that i think was like 40 or 60 dollars um and it's kind of like an experience that you can book in advance but we just went got coffee kind of did a little self-tour took some pictures of geckos yeah, they you also know. had some coffee ice cream, too. That was pretty oh, yeah, good that, was that we good. tried. Yep, but it was delicious. And they've got a big coffee cup you can take a picture in, which obviously I did. And you can also take coffee to go as well. Um, so like we did, we got a couple bags um, to take back uh, to enjoy on our own coffee um, brewing equipment here at home. Yeah. So the second place um, we'd want to recommend if you're staying um, in the... like Lahui. By, In Lahui um would be there's a tavern a small tavern there and i think it's you said it's changing ownership right 
Yeah, I saw a sign at the Kauai Beer Company that it was for sale and that they're going to try to turn it into an inn. So not sure if it will stay a bar downstairs and then a lodging establishment upstairs or if they're going to turn the whole thing into lodging. Not really sure, but it is for sale. But um, It was the Now Willy, what is it? The now Willy Willy. Now Willy Willy. Tavern. 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 And uh, so it kind of had like a dive bar feel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we walked in and there was like two people sitting there. The lighting was very dark. Yeah. Um, and this is a place where I guess many locals frequent. They have karaoke like five nights a week and the locals get really into it and they like are actually kind of good at it. And, and the bartender was really nice. Yeah, like, she, I was, she was great. Surprised. Um, and it's a 21 and over bar, so no kids, which was awesome, especially, um, if you're staying, um, in one of the resorts around the area because people bring their kids, tried to bring their kids in and they were turned away at the door saying, you know, sorry, no kids, which Mm -hmm. is great. And they had pool tables as well, uh, for those who like to play a game of billiards. Yeah. Um, and they had quite a few drafts on tap, Mm -hmm. which I was surprised by. And that's actually how we found out about the Kauai uh, beer, beer company. company is they had the black limousine in, among a couple others on tap and that's where I really loved it and was like we have to check out this brewery mm-hmm. um, so that was kind of cool um, so if you follow us on Instagram you'll see that we had a picture on there and it showed like a hula girl kind of like a the mat what would be like the front of an old um, ship um, and that head. yeah exactly and so that's where that was. Um, so that's a picture taken there. Um, yeah. So yeah, great spot to get a tr- quick drink uh, before dinner or just hang out and do some karaoke. Yes, definitely. And we also went to the Pizzetta, which was in old Kaloa town. Uh, and that was just a pizza place that we found on our way back from our ATV tour. I uh, I really enjoyed the mozzarella sticks. They reminded me of if you ever, when you were in elementary school, got like the pizza sticks at lunch. It's basically just like pizza crust but like the ni- not the hard pizza crust it's like, like the, the flat soft, like the flat like the middle like of rectangle the pizza. mozzarella sticks but the funny thing is when that we sat down pizza. the guy was sitting across from us was like you have to get the mozzarella yes. sticks and i'm like okay sure like uh, well, they were good well we were gonna get them anyway yeah but, we were uh so yeah i guess he frequents the place a lot and said yeah. to make sure we but they're those. not like fried they're like they're not like the crispy you would get at like Fridays or like any place around here. They were like just cheese. It was like garlic bread with like a lot of cheese on top. Almost, almost like, like a cheesy, cheesy bread. bread. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx. Pinch <laughs> punch, you owe me a lunch. No, pinch punch, you owe me a Coke. That's not what it is. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, they also had a variety of um, Kona Brewings um, beers. Um, nothing on draft. They just had bottles, which is fine. Um, and they also had signature cocktails that we didn't indulge in. Um, but yeah, definitely check them out. And last but not least of our favorite top spots would be the Sunrise Coffee Truck. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is located right by the airport. So either once you get off the plane and want to start your day off right, or going to the plane and you want to make sure that you can get through all the security and everything and deal with flying, um, stop at the Sunrise Coffee Truck where they have cold brewed iced coffee, which was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got fresh. What did we get? To eat? Yeah. I had the jalapeno bagel, the jalapeno cheddar bagel. 
and I had a cinnamon cheese. raisin. So and you had cinnamon raisin with nothing on it because you're boring. Yeah, as is, you know, whatever. Not even like cut in half. It was like it's like a chunk of a bagel. <laughs> whatever. I was getting ready to. I was in airplane mode, so I was oh, getting okay. ready to fly. You turned off all your Wi-Fi off, settings. I turned off all my Wi-Fi. Turned off all the indulgences. The coffee was good enough for me. Well, my um, bagel was delicious. But you could also get it with jam, butter, or cream cheese. Yeah. And they had a lot of different options, too. They had uh, the other thing I can't pronounce is the, the Aki Bowl, Aki Bowl, which oh, is yes, like the yes. kind of like a fruit smoothie with cut bananas and granola and things on top. So you can get that. There was muffins. There was a whole bunch of big gluten-free vegan stuff, too. So if you're into that, that's your lifestyle. It's a good place to go. It's a cute little truck. It's It's literally a food truck that just sells you coffee. And then we also got a plantation coffee. It was was it called plantation coffee that it was like almost yes. in like an office it park. It was in like an office park. It's and like, we're like, oh, we're in the right spot. And it was just literally like a little counter. Yeah. It was like you walk into an office building and that's like where the receptionist desk should be. It's just a coffee, like a coffee counter. And it was definitely <laughs> a local spot because we like we were looking so out of place. Like they could just tell when we walked we in like we were stars. a little confused and we were just like. Yeah, we'll take iced coffee. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Great. And we got the iced coffee, and it was a great spot. So if you're looking for a quick coffee, too, yeah. um, check them out. Uh, it's more of a grab coffee and go than a sit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, and I forgot to mention in the Maui um, part that we also bumped into um, the Booze Traveler. So that was kind of cool for me. Um, he was staying um, two resorts down from us, uh, Jack Maxwell and what is the booze traveler james the booze traveler was a show back in i think it was back like, in the day it was, it was like, like a couple early, years like, ago it was like 2013 or 2014 i heard that was five years ago yeah <laughs> didn't look it up but uh we used to watch that <laughs> show all the time and um jack he had some great suggestions on where to go in maui for mai tais and stuff like that um and we couldn't find the episode before we went um because it's been so long since the air was it was on air um but yeah we ended up finding similar spots that he did um so it's just cool and he's from south boston so another bostonian was Mm -hmm. in hawaii at the same time so that was kind of cool and he's gonna have a new show coming out um and so good luck to jack on that and uh wish you all the best yeah cool so james what was your favorite just to wrap up just hawaii in general what was your favorite beer that you experienced it was definitely the black limousine uh, by Kauai, um beer beer company um because it was a little surprising it wasn't nearly as heavy as i expected it to be um it was only about 4.3 percent alcohol as well so it was extremely low by an alcohol standard um which was great because it was very drinkable it was very light smooth um and it just was a great balanced um, dark lager. Um, so anyone who's a lager fan, um, definitely check that out. Um, I don't believe they didn't have any canning they don't or bottling. It, it was just on premise. So you um, have to go to Kauai to get it. So. so make it a destination point like we did. And definitely talk to the bartenders. They were awesome. Very friendly. And um, they'll recommend you something good. Yeah. And my favorite overall i think was also from then and i'm gonna have to say it again <laughs> is it the jabroni <laughs> the jamboreen the jo oh, jamboreen you got it jamboreen Yay, wheat jamboreen wheat i got it finally yay but that was my favorite out of all of them as well so quiet beer company great job if i could go back to Kauai, 
an app right there. I would be there right now. Um, I should really get on that learning how to operate thing because it would really help me out. So that's a Harry Potter reference for those who are not familiar. Yeah. Does that mean like teleport? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, for another podcast, I guess, maybe a <laughs> Harry Potter podcast. We'll dive into the inside world of Harry Potter on a different podcast. Okay. Well, thank you all for joining us for the second part of our trip to Hawaii. Next episode, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, and if you would like to find out more about us, you can follow us on Instagram. It is double hotbeat podcast on ins- at Instagram. Also on Facebook, our website is doublehotbeatpodcast.com. You can message us, direct message us, share your thoughts, experiences, what you want to hear more about. And we have been getting, um, a lot more responses recently. So we will be addressing those on air, next um, next, episode. next episode. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Aloha. Aloha. Mahalo. Mahalo. Uh, This This is is Double Double Hoppy. Hoppy.